History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen, Let's Roll, with Kathleen and Brian Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian are here to discuss current events from a biblical worldview and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melanakis on K-Praise. Welcome to our listeners today. We want to talk about how to free up our state. Our guest today is Mike Netter. He's a coalition founding member of the current Recall Newsom campaign. We need to do something about our governor. He's not only been called an incompetent, hypocritical, and corrupt governor, but he's done real damage to our state. So Mike, our guest, is a veteran of distribution, sales, and marketing. He's served in senior executive roles at Corporate Express and Staples, both multinational office products firms, and he's now applying his business expertise to state politics, and we're so grateful for him. He's created a powerful team of volunteers and allied organizations to help free up California and get us back to being a free state, using the power of the Internet networking of organizations, radio, social media, and other means. Mike is spearheading the effort to recall Gavin Newsom. Welcome today. Hey, Mike. Good morning. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? Doing doing great. I want to start out with the, the basics, Mike. Tell us a little bit about your organization and a little bit more about your background, too. How did you get into this thing? Well, none of us are vet politicians. Basically, we took a look around the state about a year and a half ago and realized this just in that things were going badly. And so some of us got involved in one of the previous recalls and realized that it wasn't going to quite make the grade. It wasn't unsuccessful. It was amazing that that one alone gathered 370,000 signatures. And so a group of us got together. And again, I'd like to stress, we're not veteran politicians. We're business people, a retired police officer, a tech person. We're simply people that knew how to start a petition, decided to do things a little bit different, and apply our skill sets to try to take California back. Well, that's that's really encouraging because I know from what I've heard, and we'll get into more detail, it sounds like you've already far surpassed what was achieved in the last recall campaign. And why don't you review that for us? How many signatures do we need for a governor recall, and where do we stand right now? Well, let's start, if you don't mind, a little bit about what a recall is because okay. a lot of people aren't familiar about that and what needs to be done. Sure. So. California Constitution, and I want to stress that because I speak to a lot of folks, and I say, have you read the Constitution? They go, sure. I said, the California Constitution, and the response is, we have one. So it's important to note that we do have a California Constitution, and that Constitution, effective 1913, believe it or not, gives us the right to recall a state official once they've been in office for 90 days, okay? Now, to recall a state official, you need to have... 12% 
of the people that voted governor last time. And I want to stress that because it's actually the biggest initiative in American history. This is because we have the largest population in the union and takes 12%. We need to have 1.475 million signatures. All right. Yeah. And once we get our 1.475 million signatures and turn, turn them in, it triggers a special election. Now, that's really important in California because, as you know, we practice what's called a top two tier vote getter, commonly known as a jungle primary. And because of that, a lot of the time we don't have much of a choice of people running for office. So once we get the initiative on the ballot, all right, you're going to have, do you want Gavin to continue as governor? Yes or no? Guess what I'm voting? That would be no. Okay. And then you vote from a slate of candidates. So it opens up the conversation in California. Now, here's some amazing things. Let me, let me clarify, clarify one thing, because I did not sure. know this at all. Are you saying that at the same time that we vote yes or no on Gavin Newsom, in that same election, we're going to also choose from other candidates? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay, that's why it's very important. And we people say, yeah, why don't you wait till 2022? How, you know, what's the big deal? Well, as we know, there is a big deal, reasons that Gavin needs to be recalled. But the recall itself triggers a special election. And in that special election, other people running for governor, if, if over 50% vote Gavin out, then the top vote getter out of that slate of candidates becomes the governor within 30 days. Mike, I'm really encouraged by this because what I'm thinking, first of all, I didn't know that you voted for the the new candidates at the same time as a recall, so that speeds it up. Secondly, you don't have to get 50% or anywhere near 50% to be elected the next governor, which doesn't that increase the chances that a good conservative can be our next governor? Well, it does, and it also opens up the conversation. In other words, what it really you'll be picking from a slate of candidates and the top vote getter, if enough people, 50 percent have to vote Gavin out of office, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen. Right. Yep. But it also opens up the conversation in California. And there's no games that could be played with this. There's no changing of the wording. There's no jungle primary involved. It, what it allows California to do is after a 30 day verification period where we have enough signatures. And we have until March 17th, but we don't have to use that entire period. Um, We have a 90-day period of debate in California about our leadership and the direction of the state. Yeah, and we we richly need that. So so you said we need just under 1.5 million signatures. How How many estimated signatures do we have right now? Well, this is really amazing, and I can't stress this enough. We have, unlike the Gray Davis days where Daryl Issa, we needed 900,000 signatures way back then in 2003. Although we need 1.5 million today, we really need over that with some disqualifications that take place as part of the process, right? We have collected over 800,000 signatures just with volunteers. This is actually probably the record for the most signatures collected by volunteers in U.S. history. Now, can I put that in perspective for you sure. for a second? For yeah. listeners? All right. So when I say it takes 12% of the people that voted for governor last time to recall a state official, understand that to do a constitutional amendment 
takes 8% of the people that voted for governor last time. All those propositions that you voted on last time in the election we just had, where people sunk tens of millions of dollars with paid petitioners, only took 5% or about five to 600,000 signatures. So understand we're doing this right now. Where normally they told us, the political pundits, it would cost $4 a signature acquisition cost or $8 million because the people are standing up and taking place in this process found, by the way, at recallgavin2020.com, going to throw in the website, right? Understanding that they have to print out a petition and sign it. It says not an online petition. People are participating. We've collected over 800,000 signatures. This is going to get done. Yeah, this is I, I, amazing. It's and really encouraging. Yeah, we have run into so many people. Everywhere we go, we bring the petition. We ask people. They, they want to get copies of it. They want to do it. They, they, they are not hesitant at all. And we just make it a standard practice ourselves to just keep it with us and keep asking people. Uh, but let's just real briefly before can I, can I throw in something. Do you mind if I throw in something real quick before mm-hmm. I forget? Because the only thing I remember is that I'm absent-minded, right? Um, I want to tell you this. One of the differences, the reason this is getting done, and not only because you're able to carry petitions everywhere, using my sales and marketing experience, if you will, along with what people brighter than me, which is most, we have an eight and a half by eleven edition of the petition. We also have an eight and a half by 14 where most petitions are printed on. And why does that make a difference, you say? Because most people at home have eight and a half by 11 paper. So understand it's not only people going everywhere to get signatures. We receive four to 5,000 pieces of mail a week with two to four signatures in an envelope along with donations because people can print it out at home because they have letter-sized paper. So... Go to the website, print it out in a hate half by 11. You can witness your own signature and mail it in for the price of a postage stamp. That's really the key here. You can recall Gavin Newsom. And it's really much easier than you think. And, yes, you just go to the website. You download it, print it out. It's very easy. So after the break, we're going to talk more about why we should do this. Uh, A lot of us already know but the reasons that we need to get this person out of office and how to do it, how you can help. There is more Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Still to come on K-Praise. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melanakis on K-Praise. We are speaking with Mike Netter. He is the organizer of Recall Newsom, the one of the largest campaigns uh, that is really on a roll. We are talking with him how to do that and why. Let's just review for our listeners some of the reasons that we need to get this person out of office. Uh, he was doing things before this COVID lockdown, which has really devastated our state. Even before that, he was, uh, you know, doing sanctuary cities and raising the cost of living and taking uh, money from special interests and all kinds of things. Just go over for us some of your reasons. 
Well, really, if you want to get down to some basics here, it really comes down to poor leadership and poor decisions and ignoring the will of the people. It's, now, think about this. In 2016, and I don't care if you're for or against it, we voted in to put 238 really bad people to death, the death penalty. As soon as Gavin got in office, he said, I don't think so. I'm going to do it my way by executive order. That was our first trigger right there with executive orders. Right yep. Now, in addition, we have sanctuary state. We have prisoners being released from jail. And the list goes on and on. And then failing schools, that's another one. The the list, the list even before COVID was enough. I want you to think about something really quick here. Okay. Now, every year in the state, there's fires. It's shocking, isn't it? It's surprising. Every year we see the insane patterns. Every year, if you think about it, it happens because utility companies have their power above ground. I know this personally because my house burned in 2007 in San Diego due to one of those fires. No, I needed. God blessed us. We got out alive. Okay. But what's important to note is that probably for $5 billion, we could bury them underground. Now, what do you think is wiser to keep California from burning and managing our forests or to build a bullet train to nowhere with his friends? Yeah, and right? billions of dollars were wasted on that. That's why That's I, just, I, I, I am just astounded. I'm, I'm astounded, but kind of not astounded that people like Gavin Newsom and legislators like Gavin Newsom keep getting elected and reelected. Where I'm confident that I don't care how so-called liberal this state is, how diverse this state is. I really believe if people really knew, if they could really listen to what the stakes were and what the issues really were, like what you just said, Mike. Would you rather be protected, the state, from forest fires, or would you rather build a bullet train between two small cities that are never going to use it? I, I think most people could make that decision pretty easily. It's, it's incredible. In California, not, not to get off track right, a little bit. Right, right. As a registered political PAC, which we did to get the voter file, we have the voter file, there's 20 million registered voters in California. There's 5 million Republicans, which make it the largest block of Republicans. Let's put that down, because the recall movement is nonpartisan. There are 42% registered Democrats. However, the jungle primary system that we did put in as voters in about 2004 has caused people to drift off from no party. There are 6 million NPPs in the state, no party preference. And if you think about it, those are the folks that kind of aren't cognizant of what's going on. They're not getting information from the right or the left. Now, the good news bringing California together, the best representative for getting this state on track and waking up to what's going on, who's uniting California, is Gavin Newsom himself. Because when COVID came along, everybody's starting to go, wait a minute. Our schools aren't open. Our businesses are closed. You are now telling us what to do. Even the left and our Democrats against Newsom, everybody is participating in this. The only challenge we have is getting the word out. I know your original questions was, why should we recall Gavin Newsom? May I turn it around on you a little bit? Can you give me a reason not? Now, breaking news here for you, just in the last week, as the mainstream press is starting to report things, even on the recall itself. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. I noticed, for example, the ultra-liberal San Jose Mercury News, where we used to live, 
had an article really ripping him apart on his handling of COVID, and who could not rip him apart? Maybe another word on that. I mean, we have the most stringent lockdowns in the entire United States, and we also have some of the worst statistics on COVID. So I don't think it's very defensible what Gavin Newsom has done, and he's done it all by executive order, not through the legislature. And he's refused or failed to provide any evidence that the lockdowns do any good. They're only putting people out of work and causing unemployment and suffering. Wait, he did one other thing, though. He had that important meeting at the French Laundry restaurant. That's true. Oh, with his lobbyists, yeah. Now, let let me throw out some things. Under the California Constitution, which is why Kylie and Gallagher went to court and got an executive, getting his executive orders overturned. But let's stop for a second, because I only have a few minutes on your show and a lot to tell here, right? Mm -hmm. So let's let the public get their arms around some things. Yes, the liberal press in San Francisco has reported that Gavin Newsom's office is cognizant of the recall and worried about it. We officially put out a press release yesterday. We passed what's called the verification barrier which means the 58 border registers have to verify it. But here's some things the press is also reporting. The EDD, the people that hand out unemployment, 35 other states cross-reference those files against felons. We've probably wasted, according to our own district attorneys up and down the state, think about this for a second, close to $2 billion in unemployment that we've given to people locked up, including Scott Peterson on death row. But wait, there's more that's come out in the last week. It turns out another story broke two days ago that eight companies started and still owned by Gavin Newsom in a blind trust took in $3 million in PPP federal loans, even though the, one of the companies, their average salary would have had it been $160,000 per employee. There are things breaking every day, and I almost apologize for saying this. It may be a race to recall Gavin before he gets indicted on something. There's nothing specific I know that isn't in the newspapers, but really take a look here. Our schools are closed. Our prisoners will be let out of jail. Ones that are in jail are receiving unemployment because, again, 35 other states verify it. Gavin was told about this in April. Got it? Okay? Yeah. Um, His own companies. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I get too fired up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was shocked. Early in the COVID uh, pandemic that he paid that is gavin newsom bought one billion dollars worth of masks from china and there's a question excuse yes there's a question of where where that money went where the money went where the masks went was that a bribe yep were there That's Gavin's opinion of California. Sorry to cut you off, Brian, but I'm very impassioned about this one. So $950 million of masks with a $300 million PO signed only by the governor of California. Now, let me ask you a question. This is what Gavin thinks of Californians, that apparently Californians don't have the ability facetiously to take two pieces of string and put it on a special cloth. And apparently it came with the little red book, as they used to call it in China, because right after that, he started issuing executive orders. Apparently, we, the people of California, while he dines at the French Laundry, his subjects and his servants were just not worthy of even making masks in California. 
Not yeah. to mention the fact there's probably something behind the scenes. Back to you guys. It is I'd love show. to. Yeah, I'd love to. This is good stuff. I, I do want to quickly, and we're almost out of time. Some people are concerned about the verification, given all the concerns about vote uh, vote fraud and so on. Are you confident that these signatures and the verification process is going to be above board? Yes. Yeah, so let me talk about a couple things really quick. Now, out of 18 million voters between NPPs and the Republicans, that's about 11, not counting the people on the left that weren't out of office, too. We need 20% of 50% of the voters to get it done. We send these signatures to an independent verification service, and then we turn them in and get receipts from the 58 counties. So we have a system designed to do that. This is not like voter fraud. We know who signed, we know who's turned it in. We don't keep record of it by law, but we know that the we're, ha- we're paying 25 cents a piece to have these signatures verified. That's part of the 89 cents a piece to get it done. That's okay? excellent. So, so just review really quickly. How do listeners do what we need to do? It's very simple. Just go over the process really quickly. Five things. Go to recallgavin2020.com, print, sign, mail, donate if you can, because this requires money and there's no big money behind it. Even 10 bucks, 5 bucks, 8 bucks, whatever you do, every dollar helps. And then the last one's the most important, participate. Just don't sign and send us in one or two signatures. There's five signatures a page. Here's a little math for you. If 25,000 people, we have a lot of volunteers out there, close to 20,000 of them busting their butt. If they can gather 67 signatures each, we are at our number. So print, sign, mail, Donate and participate are the five things. Go to recallgavin2020.com. Like the miracle in the Bible. Thanks. It's going to get done by volunteers. Thanks so much, Mike. we got to run now, and you can go on to your other TV interviews and everything, but thanks so much. To bless your neighbor this week, review again. Go to recallgavin2020.com. As as was said, print it out and get your neighbors and friends to do it. And one other thing, last week on our show we mentioned a great book, which we have now, Was Jesus a Socialist? So the first person that gets five signatures, all you do is just verify to me, at write to me at biblicalcitizen at gmail.com and just tell me that you got the five signatures and include your address and I will send you a complimentary copy of this book. So please do that. But get that signature going. Thanks. Let's roll, citizens. Thanks for joining us for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Join us next week at the same time as Kathleen Melanakis, author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian Melanakis, former company president, explore the deeper issues and spiritual forces behind the news and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover more major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. That's biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. This has been Biblical Citizen. Let's roll on K-Praise.